Hey, what's up? What's up? It's your man Sam, host of Just Talk with Sam podcast. Just Talk with Sam podcast. Man, we got a great podcast for you guys today. My next guest who's going to be joining us is an award-winning film director and editor, Andy Palmer. We're going to be talking about his upcoming new project. It's called The Re-Education of Molly Singer. It's going to be released on in theaters and on digital and on demand September 29th. 2023 so we get a chance to chop it up about that project i got a chance to see that um movie and it's awesome i encourage anyone with a heartbeat to go see it um also we talk about his um career we talk about how we got here it's a great interview all together so we're gonna chop it up with my man andy but before we get in oh i gotta talk about the interview itself much like all of our interviews um we do have the element of visual. So please check out our YouTube channel and you can actually see the interview as it takes place. You get a chance to see us, our emotions, how we look, how we smile. Two people looking at each other. So please check it out at Just Talk With Sam, no G and talking, at YouTube.com. With that said, everything related to Just Talk With Sam podcast can be found at samshownation.com, your home for everything related to Just Talk With Sam podcast. By doing that, um, all my Eagle Eye people, you can see it on the homepage and current promotions page. We have a donate button. We have been doing this for over 13 years, long and strong for over 13 years, and it's due to good people like you. So, please hit that donate button on the homepage of current promotions page and i promise you every single solitary red cent goes right back into this podcast to make it a bigger better greater podcast it's all right there it's all love and it goes back to keeping the free funny free with that said those who want a little bang for their buck they can always go to samshownation.com and hit the store link and you get all your just talk with sam podcast swag there whether that be t-shirts hats um stickers whatever you need to show the world that hey i really like this podcast and um we're gonna want it for you so it's all right there go to samshownation.com your home for everything related to the just talking with sam podcast uh speaking of the podcast maybe you uh you could go to the podcast page at just talk with excuse me at samshownation.com and you can Check out all your favorite podcasts right then and there, right there on the website. By doing that, click the link right there. But maybe you listen to podcasts a little bit differently. You can always hit the podcast link on just talk with, excuse me, at samshownation.com or wherever podcasts can be found. Just put in just talking with Sam, no G and talking. And yes, you, yes, you. You can check us out right then and there at all of your sites, whether that be Amazon, whether that be um, Spotify iHeartRadio, Apple, wherever you li- um Stitcher, tune in. I feel like I'm forgetting them. Wherever podcasts can be found, just put in just talking with Sam. No G and talking. Just talking with Sam. No G and talking. We got a few sponsors for you guys today. And um before we jump into this great and I mean great interview with my man Andy Palmer. The first sponsor is the good folks at Paramount Plus. Look. Paramount Plus has a mountain of entertainment, but I'm just going to be frank with you. You can check out all of your TV shows. You can check out all of your movies that they have a mountain of. But I have been cashing in on some SEC football. Well, college football as a whole. Mainly because you can get SEC, you can get Big Ten games, you can get whatever you need. 
at Paramount Plus. And the best way to go to Paramount Plus is go to SamShowNation.com, click the Paramount Plus link. And they have plans starting for as low as $5.99. So if it's SEC football, Big Ten, college football, um, NFL on CBS, you can scroll on game days, stream local and national NFL and CBS games live on Paramount Plus, cheer on your favorite teams. It's all right there. And those who are not exactly sports fans, they have a mountain of entertainment too. They have a family section. If you want to get with the uh, kids, you can sit down and watch some great movies there. Great movies and series, I should say. Um, you can check out action, drama, comedy, bunch of movies on Paramount Plus. But for right now, Paramount Plus, Big Ten, and SEC football. So they have plans starting as low as $5.99 a month. And you, yes, you, can go to samshownation.com, click that link, and get Paramount Plus. It's a mound of entertainment. Next sponsor is the good folks at Sam's Club. Sam's Club, this is the last call. Look, go to samshownation.com. Look, I like buying my stuff in bulk, and I go to Sam's Club. I go to samshownation.com, and I click that Sam's Club link, and I'm about to watch my games. I talked about it a minute ago, and I got my chips. I got my Coke. I got my drinks. I got everything I need in bulk. Where when I sit down and watch some football, I'm not leaving the couch. I am parked on the couch and the good folks at Sam's Club made that happen. But maybe you, it's not just a sports fan. Maybe you need laundry equipment, washing powder, um, fabric softener, bath and body works, all that type of stuff. Sam's Club got you in bulk. But... We are last call. If you go to samshownation.com, you could get 50% off new memberships. And but it expires on the 30th of September. So if you're under the sound of my voice and you've been hemming and hawing this long about getting a Sam's Club membership, A, it's worth it. Trust me, I'm living proof. And B, hurry up. Because the 30th of September is coming right around. You get 50% off. Uh, Sam's Club membership. Go to samshownation.com. Click that link. Get 50% off your membership. Hurry up. Hey, we getting around that time where bulk things, you know, I'm just saying that cold. I live in the Midwest. Cold, and you're not going to want to go outside. So please go to samshownation.com. Click the Sam's Club link and get that membership 50% off. Hurry up because 50% off memberships uh, expire on the 30th of September. 2023. Next sponsor is the good folks at NFLShop.com. Look, I'm excited. NFLShop.com. We are doing it. We are three going on the four weeks in and it's just been incredible and the best way to support your team is go to samshownation.com under current promotions link and go to nflshop.com yes my lions are there i am from detroit i love my lions but if you're not from detroit you don't like the lions you can get whatever teams there click that link you can go right there you can go to nflshop.com you can support whatever team you want maybe you are a tampa bay buccaneers fan baker is 
bacon and it, 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 oh man it's great and you could go you could be a jets fan sorry you could be a um giants fan you could go get those judges you could go ahead and go get uh what is it the texans um those titans you could get um Whatever team you represent, it's about 32 of them, and I'm not going through all 32 of them. It's all right there. Please rep your team, whether you buy apparel, jerseys, um, socks, whatever you got. Men, women, and children, they got you covered. Also, if you go through samshownation.com, it's free shipping on all orders over $15. Hurry up, because it's a limited time only, and some exclusions do apply. But put in F. NFL 15 at checkout. So you can get free shipping on all orders over $15. And also you can check out their new their newest collection. It's called the Guy Fieri New NFL Flavor Town Collection. The Guy Fieri is tackling a rock and roll trip across America from the gridiron to the grill. Tackle your taste buds with Guy Fieri's new NFL Flavortown Collection with 32 NFL teams paired with 32 local food favorites that will turn your fan flavor to a whole new level. This recipe has a kick to it and each piece not only represents your favorite team but also celebrates its city's famous culinary delights. Whether it's Philly cheesesteaks for the Eagles, Kansas City barbecue for the Chiefs, Chicago deep dish for the Bears, this collection is a delectable touchdown for sports fans and all tastes. Share your team spirit and style with these officially licensed t-shirts, hoodies, socks, towels, drinkware, and more. Explore the mouthwatering collection at samshownation.com via NFL Shop. Also, free shipping on those occur uh, as well. Would it be anything over $15? NFL 15. So go to samshownation.com. NFL shop. Shopishly normally would. And lastly, certainly not leastly, the big dog of them all. Target. Look. Friendly neighborhood Target. I know halftime can do certain things, but if you need a quick fix, go to samshownation.com. Click the Target link. You can shop as you normally would. And you can go to your friendly neighborhood Target and pick up everything you need off halftime. Um, and, people, I need you to know that Target Circle Week is coming October 1st through the 7th. Target Circle members can get a sneak peek right now if you go to samshownation.com and you click that Target link. And you can get into the big week and a chance to save deals on deals early, whether that be apparel home toys health and beauty guys halloween's right around the corner you may need this watch out for more amazing target circle deals um everything that you need look last time they had the target circle thing we were showered with gift cards on normal uh purchases that we were doing it looks like they're doing the same thing Please go to samshownation.com, click the target link, shop as you normally would, but you can see some of the uh, deals right then and there. You can get an early sneak peek in those deals, and pickup has never been easier. You could go to your uh, friendly neighborhood target, you can pick it up right then and there. You don't even have to go into the store. Um, you click the link, they could just bring it right out to your car, or if you don't want to go anywhere, Target will deliver it to you, and they have same day delivery. So click your link, and shop as you normally would. 
But that's enough for me right now. What I'm about to do is reset these mics and uh, talk to my very special guest, Mr. Andy Palmer. The project is called The Re-Education of Molly Singer. It is coming out later on this week on the 29th of September in theaters and digital. And um, I will see you guys in about 90 seconds. This is Just Talk With Sam Podcast, y'all. Just Talk With Sam Podcast. Just put your name on it. You don't talk about it. Be about it. I don't know But it's obvious if y'all just listen, we, we never write this out. You and I are best friends. Hold on a second. Yeah, I was just about to say it. I was just about to say it. Right there, my friend. I got the same one. And if you look in the hat collection, you can knock out a couple Richmond hats if you see it. Hey, you had you had me at you had me at Die Hard, but then I saw the Believe thing, and I was like, "Well, clearly we need to do do a DNA test. We're best friends forever. There it is. We could be brothers. Oh, we're here, but Andy." Thank you so much. We are slobberingly grateful for anyone who shows up on our podcast, Absolutely. let alone somebody of your caliber. Oh, no. there's no caliber. We oh we oh oh yeah, it is. We we about to talk about that. All right. Well, we do. We have to do this for every guest because we're so grateful for your time. We like to call this the over the top intro. If you are ready, it's it's a. Is, is that okay? Of course, of course. I listen more the merrier. Let me. I'm gonna get. I'm going to get loose just in case there. Ladies and gentlemen, you may know my next guest from the back of an algebra class dreaming of getting out of assault high school. Go Longhorns to get back to his local 7-Eleven to play a game of Street Fighter 2. Others may know him as a multi-award winning film director and editor. His latest feature, The Re-Education of Molly Singer, to be released in theaters and on digital September 29, 2023. He is the true champion of imagination and innovation. Not afraid to let his nerve flag fly high. And he put it on film for our very entertainment. All the way from Basalt, Colorado, now currently residing in Portland, Oregon, Go Rip City. That's right. Palmer, welcome to the podcast. 
Oh my god, I am ready. I'm ready to fight like a 12 round. I, if I ever get into like if I ever go Jake Paul and I'm like I'm gonna be 50 and get into boxing, you're my you're my guy. You're my guy. I you need to announce the fight. I got you, but man, uh-huh. I I am going to tiptoe around these questions I got so good because I'm not spoiling the thing. Yes, right. I in full fashion of Molly Singer. I got a chance to watch the screener. I put on my alma mater, Eastern nice. University. That's I right. Heard, of all the college shenanigans and stuff that happened, it made me a little bit nostalgic, if you will. Yes. Um, so when you make a movie like this or you're um, filming this campus, did you have any wild times like this your days at Northern um, Arizona University? Yeah, I mean, I, I was like, I would probably be like Molly Light, you know? Like, it was like, yes, we had a lot of fun. No, I didn't get any of those shenanigans. I think Todd, though, the writer, I think he, he went to University of Wisconsin. I think he had the college. I think he had the, the full college experience and, and, and did all the fun, crazy stuff. But no, I, uh, I, you know, I, I was, uh, I was pretty mild, although I, I, I was good at King's Cup. That was my game. So I, I made sure to lead with that one during the Booze Cathalon. Uh, I was, I don't know, for whatever reason, I could get incredibly drunk and still rhyme things. So that's always a good, that's always a good thing. And, uh, you know, but there, there is a really fun true story, uh, from, uh, from my college days in McConnell Hall. Uh, Molly tells, Molly tells Elliot about the story about when Polly got drunk and lost, got lost in the dorm and, and, and messed his pants up. Yeah. Uh, that is actually a true story. My dorm, uh, and, and freshman year was McConnell Hall. And it was built like a peace sign. So it had like three towers, you know. And then each tower had this Y shape. And, and, and they would split off, veer off into their own wings. And everything was only connected by the bathrooms down the dead center of the building. So if you went in the bathroom door in one part of your wing, but went out a different door, you ended up in a whole other wing of the dorm. And you couldn't get back to your room. Unless you went back through the bathroom out the right, right door. Drunken freshman, it, it might as well have been Labyrinth. I mean, David Bowie might as well have been there with, you know, a, you know, a, a gang of trolls trying to get people back to their rooms, you know? Man, and quite honestly, like, watching this movie, it made me nostalgic on some of the things that I did or shouldn't do that I feel as I just realized that I'm on a recorded medium and my 10-year-old son has internet access. So I'm going to be a little... That's right. Yeah, yeah. A little bit more. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Hold on one second. I'm going to kick my dogs out because they've decided to have a a fight. Get out of here. Get out of here. They were so so peaceful right right until we started to air. Well, it happens. I, I yep. gotta be. Uh, I, I take a little bit of responsibility for that. I could be a bit loud, but <laughs> um, like one of the things I love about this movie, as well as your other projects, is they're very relatable. What would you say about your small town upbringing that makes your movie so relatable, regardless of premise, regardless of genre? Yeah, I think the thing too, I think more than anything, more than like the small town, other than you sort of know everybody and so there's an inherent friendliness to that, uh, being, I think Colorado itself is a very friendly state, you know. But I think more than anything is I was just like, I was like the chubby kid. And like, and when you're a chubby kid growing up, you have a very like, it, it's like a Robert Frost poem. You have two, two paths to virgin of wood and you can be angry chubby kid or, or happy go lucky 
crowd-pleasing chubby kid, and, you know, I went the, the crowd, so, you know, as, I, as the chubby kid, I just wanted to make crowds happy and, and, and people happy around me, and, uh, and so I think that I bring that to, like, my filmmaking, where it's like, I just make movies for people to like, you know, like, I, I'm, I don't come with, like, hard messages or anything like that, I'll sneak in some, you know, some, some subtext and stuff like that, but for me, I just want people to escape for a few hours, watch the movie, maybe think about a few things, but at the end of the day, I, you know, nothing could be better than someone like quoting my movie. Like if, if somebody's on the street and they quote my movie, if somebody, you know, like you, like we quote Caddyshack or Ghostbusters right. or Die Hard, you know, that, that's the ultimate compliment to me is that something I write someday, somebody will say to a stranger, you know? I'm glad you kind of brought that up because I want to ask you, I don't want to speculate. I got you in yeah. front of me. I, I'll ask, what is your yippee kaye moment? What is your, out of, out of all your projects, what oh. is, like a point to that, what is the yippee, uh, yep, mm -hmm, I know exactly where that's from. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so one of my favorite, uh, one of my favorite stories, I did a movie called The Funhouse Massacre. And, um, uh, it was an incredibly for our budget ambitious movie where it's like, you know, it's, it's that, it's Halloween night and all the, you know, there's a big haunted house and these kids show up and the haunted house ends up being real. We were like the first one to do it. And it's, you know, it's a full horror comedy. So we had this very elaborate finale set up and, and one of our killers, and you can see his mallet back here. Uh, oh, that's, that's, yeah. that's Rocco. Yeah, that's Rocco the clown. And he's played by a guy named Mars Crane, who's seven feet tall, 300 pounds. The dude is just, you know, the biggest guy you've ever seen. And, and the whole thing was that Rocco fights off everybody and he's throwing guys into beer kegs and all this stuff. And it was just such a tight schedule and everything like that. I remember the AD coming back to me and he goes, dude, you're never going to get that done. You're never going to shoot it. He's like, go home, rewrite this, figure out what it is. So I went to the laundry room at the hotel I was staying at and, um, <laughs> and, and I'm sitting there and I'm like, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? And then it just hits me. I'm like, dude, we're doing the Indiana Jones thing. You know, he, we're going to do this like big speech. We're going to build it all up. And then our, our hapless deputy who hasn't hit, you know, hasn't hit anything, couldn't hit water if, a, if he was on a boat with his gun, he shoots Rocco in one shot. And I was like, that's what we're going to do. It's going to be our tribute to Raiders, right? Yeah. So Ben Bagley, who wrote the movie and played Deputy Doyle, we do the whole thing and it really is set up perfectly. And at the end, it wasn't even scripted. He, he, he shoots Rocco and Rocco falls over and, and he goes, Wyatt Earp, motherfucker. Nice. <laughs> it was like the best. And it was totally improv. And I am like behind the scenes laughing my ass off. So that's probably my yippee Kaye moment was uh, was Deputy Doyle shooting uh, Rocco in Funhouse Massacre. Hey, you have worked on projects like T.I. and Tiny, Family Hustle, Rocco yeah. Love, F-Boy Island. Um, what is it about these, whether it be editing or whether it be directing, where you can switch your styles to get the best out of the subject, the, the highlighted subject, whether it be documentaries. What is it about? Is it a genre thing or is it just kind of, well, you tell me. Yeah, it's a story. It's a story thing. It's, 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 you know, I came up in editing and editing is really like the essence of editing is taking, you know, all these sort of set, you know, all these different things, whether it be something that was scripted or something that was unscripted, like F-Boy Island or something like that. And it's looking at a scene and taking yourself out of it for a minute and being like, what do I want this to be? I mean, I'm, I'm editing season three of F-Boy Island right now. 
and and actually actually it's I'm I'm on the spin spin off F Girl Island right now. So, yeah. but I, I I'm literally editing a scene today where you know the guy's gonna take this one girl out for a date and 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 there's a lot of drama in the house and stuff like that. And so I'm just like picking scenes like shots where the girls are looking especially catty towards each other. It's not in that scene. It's not directly related in that scene. But I know that if I'm cutting to them doing that, it's going to elicit. That he shows up, he asks this girl out on a date, and everybody else is just daggers for each other, you know. And it's not how they how it went down. So you're you always are asking yourself, what does this scene want to be, and how do I achieve that, you know? And whether you're filming it or you're editing it, that's the, that's the goal. It's like, what do I want this to be, and then you're and then you're just trying to achieve it, you know? Okay. And that kind of bleeds into my next question because throughout your career, you've been very vocal about learning a craft. Yeah. Whether it be editing, whether it be grips, whether it be whatever your craft is. And all the writing, directing, producing, do that in your off time. Yeah. You've been very vocal about that. Normally, now now I'll say normally because doing these interviews, I always saw it the other way around, where you become that writer, director, producer, and then you learn that. So why is it important to you to learn that craft first? The, the behind the scenes stuff before you get into one of these positions. I think that it, what it does is it just provides you a living. I think I think more than anything, my advice is is figure out something that that you can make a living at because these are the hard thing to get to are the are the glory positions, which is writer, director, producer. Right? Those are the those are the most fun things. That's what people want to do, but they're also the most competitive. And oftentimes, there's only one of those jobs. You know, so it's like. You're going to do all these things. A, it costs money. You're going to have to go make your own film. You know, like it's like no one's just going to give you with no experience unless you're a rich kid uh, a, a ton of money to go make a film. So you're going to have to go do that on your own. You need money to do that. So it doesn't have to be necessarily in film, but you have to be able to pay the bills. I say I say do it in film because now you're broadening your your, you know, your whole network of people. And I came up through editing. And even though I came up through not, you know, through reality editing, you know, I, I met all these people and everybody wants to work in scripted. And, and so you start pulling my editor on, on Molly Singer. He does, he does reality shows too and stuff like that. And he was brilliant in, in doing Molly Singer. So it's, 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 it's being able to make a living do you know, and have access to a bunch of jobs. And then also having like a nice, a nice network while you're making, you know, your own craft, you know? Okay. Okay. So, we um in a way we used to call that here on the podcast suits versus shirts. Now mm -hmm. granted, I did something stupid like put my name in the title of this podcast. So I have to be here. Right. right. I, I have to. <laughs> I can't take a day off. But right. I do have other people with me on the podcast. Well, well, hell, hey, he's doing an interview. I got the day off. Right. So it, that's kind of what it is, suits versus shirts. So mm -hmm. in your case, you're just a shirt that ended up being a suit. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. I mean, and that's where it, like, come, you know, it's like you come from, a, like, a small town, and we were all, like, you know, farmers and ranchers' kids and stuff. like. And it was like, you know, yeah, you kind of take that blue-collar, you know, that blue-collar approach to, to like, this sort of crazy white-collar industry because you have to work your way up unless you have some sort of crazy connection or you have money that can kind of bypass the thing. And if you have it, great, do it, you know, use it. I abs absolutely. But if you don't, yeah, you, you're going to have to, you're going to have to blue collar and shirt that way up to the suit for sure. 
Well, since you have been a suit a couple times that I, yeah. I, I can see, what is the biggest misconception about directing? The biggest misconception about directing is that directors know all. I think that the biggest mistake that directors make is that you're it, – and it's easy to get this. is because everybody's looking at you. What do you want to do? What's the answer? What is happening? You know, and stuff like that. And you have to have a very clear vision that you can communicate to everyone on your set. But you are also solving a litany of problems at all time. And, and things are changing. Everything is like a minutia. An actor is running late. Or we lost this location. Or, you know, this or that. And you have to you have to pivot. But I think it's okay to surround yourself with a team where you go, oof, I don't have the answer to this particular question now. Or do you have an, a better idea than what I'm presenting here so that we can do that? You know, it's, it's, it's trusting the people around you to, to create the best story possible. And I think what a lot of times directors do is they, they look at that as like a sign of weakness. Like, if I don't have all the answers, then everybody's going to think I'm a fraud. And so then they dig their heels in and they make bad decisions. And then everybody's just like, oh, my God. You know, and then they get into the edit room and, and, and things are a mess, you know. Well, one thing, one thing I can say, just on the cast alone, you didn't have any slouches here. I mean, no. like, everyone around you has been uh, around the block and back. So, um, as you say, you surround yourself with a team. And I only imagine on that front that had to be easy. So did you kind of stick to the script when directing this project of Molly Singer? Or did you let it more free flow and improv and, hey, if you had a better idea, go ahead. How, how did you go about that? Yeah, def definitely free flow and improv, especially especially in comedy. I Again, I have like a vision of tone. I look at every scene and then the overall arc of the movie and I go, these are the goals that these, you know, these are the goals and these are the problems that our characters have to overcome. And every scene needs to feel proper. It can't feel, you know, it can't feel hopeful if it's, if it's doomsday. You can't, you know, everything has to feel right. But the words that are being said are not precious. They're not precious to me. You know, and so every actor was totally different, but because there was a freedom to try things on set and what we did is we set up, you know, we set up things where we like, as from a shooting perspective, we kind of, we minimize like, like camera setups. We shot on two cameras so that there's always two cameras going. So improv, you know, could just be free flowing and that didn't mess us up in the edit. Um, but but because of that, then we got to do more takes. So it was like we, every every scene would have seven, eight, nine takes. And so everybody was free to just try something. And Brit, Brit would be like, she would stick exactly to the script, but then I would be like, oh, say, say this instead. And she could just, I could just say it. And it would like, without missing a beat, she would just incorporate it right into the next scene, know exactly how to, how to drop the line and stuff like that, which was, which was amazing. Nico is totally different. Nico would come to me in the morning and be like, hey man, I was, I was reading the sides last night. I think these four things are way funnier than what you guys wrote. And I'm like, okay, cool. Let's try that and see if it works. You know, he would go and almost like a stand up and be like, how am I going to riff on this stuff? Um, and then Jamie was somebody that was just like, she's like, I know my character. I know what I was going to say. And she would basically come to me and be like, this totally works. This doesn't work. What else can we do? You know? And so everybody just had different uh, styles, but everybody got to play, you know? Yeah. Hey, I got one last question because I know we're getting up against it. But yeah. um, you said we had a um, bunch of different takes. You work with a bunch of... Per I For the fact of maybe ruining something of Molly Singer, and I don't want to, what is it is on the cutting room floor 
that wasn't in the feature. That, sure. Yeah. What was one thing? There's, you know, it's funny. Um, it's not a, it's not a funny scene, so I don't mind talking about it, okay. and it breaks my heart. We had Wendy Malick, who's an amazing actress, and she plays Mrs. Zimmerman. She had two big scenes in the movie, right at the beginning and then sort of right before the third act. And she had this scene where Molly comes back. You see it in the blooper reel at the beginning. Molly comes back with her groceries. She thinks Mrs. Zimmerman's died, and Mrs. Zimmerman, like, pops back to life. And then there was a scene where after that where they go and they, they Mrs. Zimmerman makes her tea and is basically like, oh, my gosh, you look so different. Like, I can feel the difference in you. You seem so much happier and stuff like that. And Molly's at this big crossroads of where her character is. The problem being is that we've just come off a similar scene with with Brit and Jamie. And then right after that is this really great scene with Nico and Brit that, that kind of says the same thing. So now I have three scenes that are just like, eh, 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 eh. and I had, to, I had to lift that middle one so that it, it just, because it just, it was too much of the same beat. You know, the tone wasn't right. Breaks my heart because Wendy and Brit were amazing in that scene. Well, that was my last question. Look, awesome. Andy, I know we could chop it up. You're welcome back anytime you want. Oh, please, that'd be great. Um, which, hey, we're we're if anything, we'll just talk about Richmond. But I do totally. But thank you so much. You're welcome back anytime. Thank Andy, you, man. It's been a pleasure. Ah, oh, total pleasure, Sam. Thank you, brother. All right, thank you. Have a go. All right, man. All right go Eastern Michigan. Oh yeah, that's right. And there you have it. That was a great interview with my special guest, Andy Palmer. Please check him out. The project is out on the 29th of September. It's called The Re-Education of Molly Singer. Check it out in theaters or digital or on demand. Matt, he's welcome back anytime. This has been a great interview. I wish I had more time. We can get into it a little bit more. But, alas, it is what it is. But if you're still in the podcast mood, I need you to check out my good buddies at the Act Coraline Podcast with Bash and Z. Look, they bring it. Every week. And sometimes they bring AJ. Yes, the Act Coiling Podcast with Bash and Z. The great, yes, the great DJM80. And if you're lucky, AJ may be joining them. So, those are my guys. Check them out. Act Coiling with Bash and Z wherever podcasts can be found. Um, along with that, I want to thank everyone who's listened to this podcast again. I want to thank my special guest, Mr. Uh, Doc Director. Uh, get it right, director Andy Palmer. Uh, the re-education of Molly Singer is out later on this week, and um, we're going to check it out. But all things that, uh, related to the podcast can be found at samshownation.com. Your home for everything related to the Just Talk with Sam podcast. Um, if you want to contact us on social medias, you can always get us at Just Talk with Sam No G and Talking. Just talking with Sam No G and talking at Gmail. Just talking with Sam No G and talking on Facebook and Instagram. Sam Show Eleven on Twitter and or X. Um, I feel like oh, you can always uh, just talk with Sam at gmail.com for all your questions, comments, concerns. Um, and that's it. Just put in just talking with Sam. You'll find us. It's right there. Or you can visit our home, samshownation.com. So that's all I got for right now. I will see you guys next time. Peace out.